Welcome, friends and COVID comrades, to Dharma Junkie. It's me, your old pal and faithful confidant, Justin. And it's been a kind of a weird week for me. Um, you ever have those days when it seems like you just can't say anything right? Well, that's basically been like the past week for me. You see, I suffer from the horrendous, painful affliction of foot and mouth disease. There, I said it. I said it. I have foot and mouth disease. And for those that don't know what that is, it means that pretty much every time I open my big, dumb animal mouth, I put my foot like directly into it. It pretty much never fails. Anyone that does any real psychological work on themselves knows that this is more than likely what Jung referred to as the shadow part of myself, which is all the dark and grimy bits of my psyche that come bubbling to the surface, generally at the most inopportune times, because that's the way it works, right? So I've been doing a lot of what's called shadow work lately and really trying to make friends with my shadow so as to not be totally consumed by it. And it really helps that I've been doing a lot of like loving kindness meditation lately with my meditation teacher, Mikey Nochel. And uh, I think it's really been helping me out. Uh, it's really been helping me to integrate my shadow into my life and make kind of peace with it. And it maybe even love it a little bit, which is difficult because he's a fucking asshole. As most of every, anyone who actually knows me knows, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of a dick sometimes. I don't mean to be. Now, see, that's the thing. I don't mean to be. And like, it, that's that shadow shit, man. It's all the, the dark stuff. But uh, anyway, um, like I said, I've been working with Mikey and that's made it a lot easier. And uh, now you have the opportunity to uh, do that as well if you want. Because uh, Wild Heart Meditation Center is doing an online Buddhist study series. It's a five-month course covering the core teachings of the Buddha. It covers things from the Four Noble Truths to the Eightfold Path, the Four Foundations of Mindfulness. And uh, they're going to meet every third Saturday of the month starting August 15th on Zoom. It's going to be run from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Like, like I said, it's on Zoom, so you have to have Zoom. Um, and you have to sign up before August 15th, because if you don't, then you're not going to get registered in time. You won't be able to do it. And I really recommend it because Mikey's amazing. I have not yet had the pleasure to meet Andrew, but he sounds like a really cool guy. Uh, uh, the course is going to be taught by Andrew Chapman and Mikey Nochelle. Uh, if you want to learn more or to sign up, you go to wildheartmeditationcenter.org slash events or email wildheartnashville at gmail.com. Um, it's kind of interesting and as the uh, universe would have it, synchronicity always ensues, and that's pretty much what brought me into contact with this week's guest, Yan Yilichek. Yan is a video game developer from the Czech Republic that's currently in production of a game that's actually based on the work of Carl Jung, and it's appropriately entitled Jung's Labyrinth. Now, I've put some links to the preview in the comments section, so be sure to check them out because it looks amazing. And the use of archetypal figures in the game is really well done. I can't wait to see what the finished product's going to look like once it's available because, I mean, it's going to be fucking super cool. I'm not even a gamer, so for me to have any interest in it, it kind of says a lot. But uh, Yan's a really cool guy as well, and uh, we had a really fun conversation that I hope everyone enjoys. So without wasting any more time, Yan Yilichek. You might catch yourself sliding in and out of you might the catch yourself sliding in and out of the Just relax and enjoy it. This is an experiment, this is an experiment in, mind in mind formation. In formation. In formation. Forming, forming, controlling, controlling, operating your, operating mind, your mind and your brain. Using digital using techniques, digital techniques to, overload, to overload, and scramble, and scramble, confuse, confuse, unfocus your mind. The natural state of the brain is chaos.
Hey, how's it going? Well, pretty good. It's 1 a.m. in here. I was about to say, I guess it's nighttime for you. Wait, I lost you here for a second. The connection is broken. Uh, what did you say? Okay. I said, yeah, I guess it's uh, nighttime for you there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's after midnight. So, but I'm fine. I just had uh, matcha tea to keep my focus. So I'm fine. Right on. Yeah, so what did you want to talk about? I wanted to talk about your game, man. What what gave you the idea to to make a game based on uh, Young in the Shadow? <laughs> well, that's a that's a good question. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I suppose I should tell you something about myself first. Okay. So, like, introduce myself. So, like, uh, I'm an indie game developer, and I have been uh, an indie game developer for some time in my free time, but uh, officially. I am an IT guy, right? I work in computer security and uh, I found that that's not really the way for me, like the classic IT, you know, databases and banks and security and all that right. stuff because I knew that I need to do something creative. So uh, I did these little indie games on on my site in free time, like side projects, I mean. And... Uh, uh, I also like uh, directed a movie that I've written a screenplay for. Oh yeah, uh, what's the name of the movie? Uh, it's a uh, it's about like uh, the office culture. It's a uh, it's called Button Pusher. You can watch it on my YouTube if you want. It's a short movie. Anyway, uh, oh. I found that I'm most alive when I do this creative stuff, and of course I had like this existential crisis for like uh, past three years. Mm-hmm. And I uh, had to find a way how to get out of it. And I, of course, discovered Jordan Peterson. And uh, through him, I discovered Carl Jung. And I've been studying Jung ever since. And uh, I've read about around uh, five books, including Ion and his collected works. Mm-hmm. And I've been fascinated with psychology. And uh, I knew that I need to do. I wanted to do something meaningful, like a meaningful project, yeah? Because right. everything I've done so far was like these uh, projects that I didn't keep focused on for very long. Like, uh, yeah, I lost interest after a month. So I told myself, okay, this is, this is the project I need to actually fucking finish. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> I set myself three months <laughs> to finish this game. And... Uh, well, you've been asked. You asked me how I did get the inspiration for it. Yeah, so yes. it was about like two months ago, mm-hmm. and I'm a guy who likes to experiment on myself a lot. You know, like every substance that there is, I tried, and uh, right. I even like I'm like this uh, self improvement junkie, and. Uh, I mean, we sound we sound very similar. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, like this, like this game. Uh, uh, if, I don't know if you saw the trailer, like you saw the trailer. The trailer has, oh, ar- has around two and a half thousand views. And uh, the people that watched it, I, I received a, a, around thousand of comments from people. And it seems that the people are like same as me. Like everyone who's interested in the game is some kind of a variation of my character. It's, it's, it's interesting. Right. It's like attracts the same kind of people. So... 
I, I, I can definitely agree with that because I mean, that's kind of how I came across you was uh, on the Alan Watts board on Reddit. <laughs> and I think you're going to, I think you're going to get a lot of the same kind of people in those, in those places like that, you know, like the Alan yeah, Watts yeah, board, yeah, the exactly. Carl Jung board, uh, you get a lot of light-minded thinkers. So there's a natural appeal to a game like that when you're talking to people who kind of have the same mindset. Exactly. Like, uh, like my spiritual journey began with Alan Watts, like uh, in 2015, I was listening to some kind of chill step and here I hear like, uh, what, what, what would you do if money were no object? What would you like to do with your life? Right. That was Alan Watts. And, and I like my spiritual journey started with him. And so I figured, okay, I'm going to try to post this trailer to Alan Watts subreddit. And I also posted it to subreddits like the Psychonauts, Rational Psychonauts, LSD, Shrooms, mm -hmm. and so on. And all these people love it. So... But most of all, the subreddit about Jung, they were all over it. Uh, anyway, the day I get the day I got the idea, mm. I didn't sleep for two days. I was sleep deprived because I was trying to reset my circadian rhythms because I've right. been going to bed far too late, like 4 a.m. and I've been sleeping till 2 p.m. My sleep schedule was just horrible. So I tried to reset it by not sleeping for two days and then falling for asleep by exhaustion and uh, during this experiment i got so much sleep deprivation that these visual ideas started flowing into my brain and one of these ideas was why don't i make a game about jung's individuation process because i've been studying that for years like the shadow anima you know the right even the alchemical texts and I was like, okay, does a game like that exist? So I searched around on Steam and on like various game platforms. And I found that no game like that exists. Like, I, I know about movies, right? Like, uh, if you know the Inception, you know, well, you know Inception. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very familiar. It's the closest that uh, I know. That's like a, a piece of art that's... Uh, directly inspired by Jungian psychology. And, oh yeah. And uh, if you know the Batman Begins, well, of, by the, of course you know Batman Begins. Well, it's by yeah. it's by Christopher Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you know the character of Scarecrow played by Cillian Murphy, he even talks mm -hmm. about Jungian psychology in the movie. So it's obvious that Christopher Nolan knows something about Jungian psychology, and he uses oh, and he uses it in his movies. But that's the like the closest to what I know that directly references Jung. The other movies only use like the hero's journey, you know, the classic hero hero cycle, like the descent right. into the underworld, like the Hobbit, Hobbit right, right. with the ring and everything. And I and I figured, okay, this doesn't exist, and I want to do a game directly using the Jungian terms. So I started working on it. And uh, so far, I'm one month in, well, one and a half months. And mm. uh, I have 40 days to go that I said to myself, I need to make this game in 40 more days. And I may, I'm making everything. Like I'm using uh, models that I buy online because I'm not a 3D, 3D artist. I'm more, more of a programmer. So I, I just hustle. I just do everything. And uh, I post it everywhere and I do marketing at the same time as programming. And I just, I enjoy this very much. So, yeah.
Yeah, that's a man. You, you were saying, you know, it kind of taps into your creativity and you enjoy that more than, you know, just doing the kind of nine to five gig. And man, I can't agree with that more. And I think it's so important to have that creative outlet in your life. I think if you want to have a healthy mind, you need that creative outlet. Otherwise, you're just going to flounder and it's going to be ultimately to be to your demise. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the big five, big five uh, personality, like the, it's like MBTI, except uh, more, more specific big five. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the term. It's a psychological benchmark, one could say, that evaluates your personality based on your okay. main traits. And uh, is, that, is that anything like the, uh, the Enneagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very similar, but Enneagram is almost uh, spiritual. It's like not scientific, but the Big Five is very scientific. Right. It's based on right. uh, scientific research okay. and it correlates uh, parts of your personality. And uh, Jordan Peterson has one and it's very accurate. Like, for example, in my personality, I found that I am a more open because the test, it uh, compares your uh, answers with every other person who took the test. So you know exactly uh, what percentile you are on the scale of the personality trait. So for example, there is five traits. There's extraversion, openness. Okay, uh, yeah, I know, I know. So on and so on. Well, you know it then, or? Yeah, yeah, I, I know it under uh, different terms, but uh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, now. so my point is, uh, well, on the openness scale, I scored around 90%. So, mm -hmm. of course, but I'm not creative. That was my problem. Like in the nine to five job, I didn't have any creative outlet. So I was kind of right. dying. So ever since I started just doing my stuff, I felt alive. And that's great. I, I don't want to do an office job ever again. So I'm going to have to just work for myself from now on. I hear you, man. That's I've, I've tried to tell people that for years. I was like, if you wouldn't do it for free, then you probably shouldn't do it for a living. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's it was hard for me to like, uh, I don't know if I, I should say found an, or, or like admit to myself that that's the case because I was kind of even afraid, you know, because this is like oh, a risky, absolutely. risky decision, right? Because yeah, it's, I mean, it's you're, you're risking all your security. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah, the uncertainty is, you know, like you said, the unknown and the uncertainty is what it's you know going to instill that natural fear because it is uncertain. You don't know what's going to happen, but there's a certain freedom in, in just picking up and kind of taking hold of the reins, so to speak, and, and taking your life in your own hands and not, yeah. not putting it in other people's time, you know, just really like taking control of your own life. Exactly that. Not working for anyone. I found that uh, I even like this kind of, it's like a like adrenaline to it. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I, definitely. I, I enjoy it because when I'm in a nine to five job, I have to listen to some superiors, to some boss, some manager that I don't like. And I had to do projects that I just, I didn't care if they blow up. Yeah. I didn't care about it at all. But when I'm doing stuff that matters to me, I'm, I'm like, uh, I wouldn't be ashamed if it was written on my tombstone, <laughs> like he did this, well, I would be proud that I did it. But if I had right. on my tombstone, like worked a nine to five job for 40 years, I would be ashamed. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh, man, me neither. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, back to the game. Like, uh, I want to tell you uh, some interesting 
facts that I found. Yeah, please, please do. Fill, like, fill me and my listeners in. Like, uh, uh, did you play Prince of Persia in 1990? Like the game, the old 2D game, Prince of Persia. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. So there is a kind of a level where you have to jump through a mirror. And uh, this theme is part of uh, the hero journey. And it begins in, uh, it's, it's in, for example, in another game called Celeste. It's, it's uh, also a 2D platformer. Or if it, in Matrix, if you remember the scene uh, when Neo takes the red pill and then they take him into a room where he touches a mirror. Right. And it, and, uh, yeah. And it starts to engulf him. Right. And uh, that's the same theme. Like, uh, the Wachowskis knew about this mythological concept of the mirror and the mirror is a symbol of you realizing that you are projecting your shadow onto other people, like noticing your projections. And uh, it's the first step on the spiritual journey to becoming who you are. And I use the same theme in my game, like uh, in the first level, mm. I like uh, I separate the levels for ego soul and self and uh there's of course uh, the shadow anima and the wise old man and on the end there is uh, the self and i've studied uh the symbolism of the self and uh, it's uh i'm using the symbolism from norse mythology mm. and also from uh, greek mythology and from all other mythologies combined uh, the Igratio, the tree of life, it's the ultimate symbol of self. Right. And it's like the ultimate goal of the game. And I have also going to implement some psychedelic experiences I had into the game. Excellent. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like this mashup of everything I know about everything. So, <laughs> Yeah, that sounds awesome, man. <laughs> that sounds really cool. I can't wait to, until it actually comes out and to be able to play it. Yeah, because like I said, it's it's very along the lines of what what the reasons I started this podcast. I'm very into Jungian psychology. I'm really into psychology in general, psychology, philosophy. I've got a a long history of psychedelic use, not so much anymore, but uh, in the past I went pretty deep with psychedelics, you know. And so, like, it really kind of touches on all levels for me, and is is just super appealing, which is why I wanted to reach out to you in the first place. Yeah, well, uh, the game. You know, I wasn't sure if the game was was going to be accepted by the audience. And I wasn't sure if the, it's a good idea, right? Like in the beginning, I was like, what if no one ever thought about this idea, but I'm the only one? Like it's, it's probable, right? Like how many right. people you know that are game developers who also study Jungian psychology and uh, have like a master's degree in computer science or something you, you don't know these people That's, <laughs> these people don't exist because right. computer science is scientific but too late, too late i found that it isn't for me and i like changed my life's path to more like spiritual place so these people like and who has the who has the money to do this project like maybe i'm the only one and i but still i had these all these doubts and when I uh, posted the first trailer, like two weeks ago on Reddit, like mm -hmm. hundreds of people have written comments that this, this is a great idea. And a few of them even told me that they are surprised that no one ever thought about this idea before. 
Yeah. So they confirmed my theory that I'm probably the only one who thought about this. Yeah, I've I've never heard of anything like it. Yeah, and of and of course there 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 are these people who suddenly realize, oh, I had this idea too, and can I see your code and can I join into your project? And I'm like, no, this is the solo project. <laughs> like I know what you're trying to do. You you are trying yeah. to steal this from me. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. no way. <laughs> so a lot of these people like pop up. So I yeah. I, I wasn't really prepared, but I knew. Like instinctively, that it's not a good idea to share it with them. But uh, right. uh, I'm kind of surprised how much responsibility I now have. I wasn't prepared for it for that either because I have a following now. I have like uh, email right. newsletters. I have wish lists on Steam, and hundreds of people follow follow the game and are waiting for it and look forward to it. And I have this kind of responsibility that I have to do a good job because. I just have to do a good job. I didn't have that before, and now it's here. I have responsibility right. for the game, for my <laughs> for my work of art. I have to do it well. Well, so far it looks fantastic. From the trailer that I saw, it looks absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. So you said you you got forty more days that you you scheduled yourself to work on it. So you're kind of pushing yourself towards this deadline, which I can appreciate because I put myself on deadlines every week. Oh yeah, if I, <laughs> especially you know doing this podcast is a weekly thing. So like I've got to you know line up the guests and get the interviews done, and then there's the you know editing process, blah 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 blah. blah you know so yeah. but I so I can appreciate somebody that can push themselves towards a deadline because you know we were talking about working for ourselves and that's the biggest thing is it's you really have to be self motivated and really be a self starter to not just be lazy with your time you know like you really have to schedule yourself properly and be super disciplined and dedicated to the cause yeah whatever the cause may be <laughs> exactly like uh, i have very addictive personality i would say so i have to try extra hard to be disciplined and so far, I'm doing doing a great job, I think, because I told myself I, I'm currently on a dopamine detox, so I have like uh, set for myself 90 days of no anything, like uh, no drugs, like not even coffee, like uh, no fat, wow. no no anything, you know, all this extreme stuff. Right. And so far, I'm doing great, and I need that to have a clear mind because once I take something like uh, even coffee, I like binge drink the coffee like every day for a week and I'm destroyed. I can't, oh. Oh. <laughs> I can't do this. So I have to keep my mind clear. So to keep my productivity high. So, so far it's been working and I have this responsibility to finish the game. So I, it's easier to be disciplined because I have a motivation to wake up in the morning, like the so-called Ikigai, right? Yeah. Yeah. I discipline myself. I uh, use like this kind of a, like a Trello board. It's not a Trello board, but it's these cards that I have all the issues that I need to work on towards in the game. And right. I have like these small deadlines and small goals and it's, it's, it's working well and it goes smoothly so far. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I used to uh, record and tour, playing music for a living, and that was one of the things when I when I was recording, I always kept a like a dry erase board, you know, with what I had to do, you know, edit this, re-record this, blah, blah, you know, whatever it was. It, it it really does help keep track of things. Just you know, having cards or a board or or something like that to kind of keep your ideas on, because you know, especially in any kind of creative pursuit, the ideas come 
so quickly and they leave so quickly, you know, like you'll get this great idea. And if you don't write it down immediately, then it's gone. It's back into the ether and good luck seeing it again. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, this is a, this is the kind of an issue. Like I, for the longest time, I thought I have ADHD, right? But uh, I think I was just kind of flying f- to myself to stay in the unproductive mindset. Because, You're probably just bored with what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's it. That's it. My mind was like screaming for some stimulation. And that I, I like uh, wrongly assumed it's ADHD, but it's just I'm fucking creative. <laughs> that's it. I don't know. Right. It, yeah, exactly. I just need some... I need more stimulus than than what is being supplied to me at the moment, and it's 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 boring. So like your the natural tendency is to to turn away from that, you know, because because it is boring. If yeah. You're not going to pay attention. You're not going to want to do it if it if it yeah, doesn't appeal but, to you. But it took me like years to realize that because I was among people right. that, <laughs> that were like uh, like uh, you know I read this book about ADHD when back back then when I thought I have it. It's called. Uh, I, I'm gonna get the name wrong, but it's something like being a hunter in farmer's world. And there is this guy who also have ADHD, and he like found or like formulated this theory that uh, there is a kind of people who are more more like hunters, like descendants of right. real hunters, and they are farmers. And Western society is ruled by farmers who are Absolutely. used to like plant something and then wait for it to grow. And there are hunters who need some thrill in their life. And right. The hunters there, there are the creative types. We need something like entrepreneurial types. We need some stimulation in our life because otherwise we die of boredom. So that's, that's the case. And I've been surrounded by these in my office job, I think in any office job, there are only the farmers. And because I was working for years in an office, I thought that, okay, this is normal and I'm weird because everyone around me enjoys their their office job. So I must be right. weird or immature or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I like you felt like you were different because you didn't enjoy it. But yeah. When all in all, yeah, yeah just like, how could anyone find that appealing though? Like how could anyone enjoy sitting in an office or like in a cubicle for eight hours a day, 10 hours, you know, like who, who I just can't, I, I personally could never find that enjoyable. I just don't see how anybody else could. So it's always astounding to me when, you know, you work in that environment and I've worked in those environments where, you know, I'm just dissatisfied with the job because, you know, like we're saying, I was understimulated and it just wasn't appealing to me and everybody else around me is like, what's, what's wrong? You know, it's like, well, this is fucking boring, man. I don't enjoy this. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, how do you have, yeah, <laughs> like I mean, I get we got we got to be here because we got to pay the bills, but like, there's got to be a better way. Exactly, and of course, there are some people that are very like uh, family oriented, who have their families, so they feel responsible for them, so they don't mind like doing this sacrifice for them, like sacrifice, right. like, like a, doing, almost like a martyr kind of a, uh, like what, like a martyr, martyr, like. Like a martyr, yeah. Someone, someone that uh, sacrifices themselves. You're a martyr. The, the I, 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 martyr. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. So uh, I was surrounded by these people, and I thought myself, I need to get out of this, and I found a way. But I, 
I like have problems letting go of bad relationships and <laughs> bad uh, <laughs> bad jobs. So it took yes. me a few months to like quit the job, and uh, but here I am working on a dream game, and right. I have. I have received tremendous support from our audience. Like there are also people who are just, just I don't know. They they are so supportive. It's uh, it's just great. They love the game and they can't wait to play it. And I never even hoped for a reaction like that. But still, I I don't think uh, I'm gonna make any money from this, and right. uh, I don't really mind, you know, because. This is like I understand. This is like my baby. This is like uh, yeah. my creation. <laughs> I, I totally understand that because that's exactly how it is with this podcast. Like I make no money. I'm definitely spending money to do it, but I, I just enjoy it, man. I get to have fun conversations with cool people like yourself, and it's fun, man. I get that satisfy that creative urge that I have, and yeah, it's a win win. And after I'm after I make it, it's gonna exist, and it's gonna. It's gonna be, <laughs> and it's gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll it's there forever. It's gonna be manifested. Like uh, that's gonna be great. Yeah, it's funny you said uh, working on a dream game, and that could mean uh, one of a couple things. It, it's definitely work, working on a dream project because you you enjoy doing it, and it's kind of your passion at the moment. But it's quite literally also a dream game because you know Jung's whole focus is the uh, the unconscious and the subconscious and what are dreams but you know subconscious manifestations yeah exactly and i uh i'm reading books every day from currently i'm reading the psychological of fairy psychology of fire psychological uh analysis of fairy tales by marie louise von franz that's that she was a student of jung's and okay. uh, she describes like she found Various various fairy tales, uh, which describe the shadow, uh, the anima, and animus, and uh, right. I take inspiration from that book and I use the concepts in the game, and I also analyze my dreams because uh, I need to understand right. my unconscious. So every day I write down my dreams and I analyze them, and uh, so far. I've been having dreams every day and it's the most useful tool that I have for self-development. And I don't think there's yeah. anything better maybe except psychedelics, but they are kind of cheating, you know, because that's not really, that's not really, uh, it's not really doing the work. Yeah. Because, uh, it's, I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's definitely a shortcut. It's more just a hack to the system. And it's short term. That's it. That's what I want. It's short term. It's gonna like make you a better person for like three months, but after right. that, the experience is gonna fade out, and you're gonna kind of forget it. But if you really invest yourself in it for years, you're gonna build it on strong base, so it's yeah. gonna last. Yeah, you gotta have a good foundation for sure. Have you read any uh, Jacques Lacan? No, I have not, never even heard the name Jacques Lacan. He was a he, he was a student of Jung's. Oh, Jacques Lacan. He um, is a the, it's the uh, Lacanian school of psychoanalysis. It's uh, worth looking into. I'll send you some uh, some links. Yeah, and yeah stuff. definitely. Some in a, uh, oh, I'm I'm also reading uh, George Orwell and Dostoevsky and uh, Solzhenitsyn. It's an interesting time to be reading Orwell. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are living in that shit right now. Yeah, 1984. Yeah, absolutely. What's it like over? What's it like over there? Like I said, I'm in the U.S. Uh, in Czech Republic, you mean? I mean, just tell tell us what's going on over there. I mean, with the whole uh, the whole coronavirus, the COVID thing that's going on, and just just anyway, what's the political climate over there right now? Well, we are fine. You know, we are like I didn't really enjoy being a Czech in a Czech Republic until recently because I had this dream of like living in UK, but that was a silly dream because I realized with this coronavirus that uh, the British people are kind of out of their minds with this, how they are <laughs> handling the coronavirus because they didn't wear any face masks the first months. And we Czech people, we started wearing face masks masks right away right and we contain the virus completely like right now we have uh 12, cases like globally in our in our country right. o- only 12,000 cases yeah that's fantastic yeah and like i'm in florida and we are yeah yeah i'm sure you've heard yeah. <laughs> i think like a number um, i think if Florida was a country, I think we have like the fourth highest infection rate in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> people just don't care. It's just that they just, I don't know whether they don't believe that it's real or that they're just, it's, they're, it's they insane. just don't care. I, it's, it's, yeah, like, it's crazy to me. Like I watch uh, the American news closely and some of the people there even think that uh, like wearing a face mask is uh, somehow communist, you know, like uh, if you have to. Right, right. Yeah. Like it's a step towards socialism or something. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's that's insane. Like, I wouldn't want to be in America right now. I'm glad I'm here, like in our yeah. calm little country. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't really want to be in America right now either, but I kind of can't leave. <laughs> oh, shit. That must be bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I think the shit's about to hit the fan here. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just with uh, with all the, the, with the political climate here being what it is with the uh, you know, after the death of George Floyd and the, the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on right now. Yeah, that's... And then we've you know, still got protests going on with that. Oh. And then, as I said, you know, the whole coronavirus thing is just, you it know, made people we, go we've, crazy. Hand, we've, yeah, we've handled it very inefficiently. And, uh, you know, God, the suicide rate, I think, is higher than the death rates from actual COVID. <laughs> Holy shit. It's, it's, yeah, it's fucking crazy. But I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope we're going to like resolve it somehow but i uh, but i don't it, think so it's gonna, but it's, I hope. it's gonna sort it's gonna sort itself out one way or the other i mean <laughs> like the black lives matter uh claim that their founders are trained marxists right so they that's what i've heard they want to take down the western civilization <laughs> they are communists they are like they are communists that's I don't, I don't think i don't think they know what uh what communism entails i think they have this grand idea of marxism that isn't the reality yeah and it's gonna like hurt america that's for sure but, no absolutely and the whole other world depends on america so it's gonna have some consequences so like is you know when you get down to the root of the word communism you come back to commune and you know community and communal living which on a small scale works you know if you've got a group of people working together in unison that's great but when you try to do anything like that on a large scale you know there's always going to be somebody that wants to be in power and that's when things start falling apart and there's going to be murders because the people that are productive won't want to give up their hard-earned money yeah. So it's yeah. going to lead to violence always. So it's not a good idea. I hope 
it resolves somehow, but uh, I hope it, but I don't think it's gonna, <laughs> it's, it looks really bad right now. And it's, yeah, dead. yeah. Anyway, doesn't look good. <laughs> let's get, uh, let's get back to Jung. That was, that yeah, was... yeah, let's get back on Jung. <laughs> yeah. So what other teams do I use? Like, uh, have you seen the spider in the trailer? Yeah, I was. I was actually like, when you, when you were saying that, like, that's immediately what popped in my head was the spider. I was just about to say, uh, you you use the spider in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, because I had this dream mm-hmm. where uh, there was a spider, and I was burning its net. And I, it was like a month ago. I don't know what the dream was really about, but I was kind of having a try on a lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, a try right like you yeah, know you know it. you know yeah yeah, yeah yeah and uh but i never really tried it i just heard that uh, if you want to have a specific dream you just have to like talk yourself into it while falling asleep so i in my mind i told myself okay i want to meet my shadow i want to meet my shadow i want to meet my shadow and so on and uh for about 10 minutes just this and then i felt, felt asleep and i had a dream about a spider and Okay, so I thought, okay, maybe the spider is the shadow. And when I looked up the dream symbols, and I looked also in the Jungian books, the shadow really is uh, a spider in some cases. So I thought, okay, I'm going to use a spider for the game. And uh, I'm going to do it in a way that uh, you have to stop running from the spider in the game because... That's how you integrate the shadow, right? You have to stop running from it because you can't, you have to make friends with your shadow personality. You have to realize your where, where your resent, resentment is. What yeah, you, yeah hate. You, have to, you, have to, you have to coexist with it. Yeah, you have to learn to like use your anger productively. You have to right. learn to be physically aggressive and learn to control it. And like, if you want to have your shadow integrated, you have to be able to be you have to be able to hurt other people and choose not to do it and that's what shadow integration is it's like this nasty sh- part of your personality right oh, yeah. and uh, i try to uh, portray that in the game and uh, i'm not sure about the mechanics yet but hey i have 40 days left and uh, <laughs> for the anima i always saw anima as this extremely attractive female and uh, last last three days i had dreams about anima <laughs> and uh, well today i had even dream about three three girls who were anima it was insane dream anyway uh, uh, this, this girl has the capacity to like uh, make you make you like a go from your life's real path like you know, right. a, you know, when a girl tells you, just stay here with me, you don't need to make yourself better, just stay here with me, we're going to have a right. nice life. That's it. That's like the anima talking. Like, uh, you just need to stay on your manly path and do your own stuff. Because to once you start listening to the, I would say it, like the siren call, you know, the right. mythological, mytholog- right. mythological siren, yeah, you you lost, and I'm gonna need to put that theme into the game somehow. So I'm gonna go with uh, Medusa. You know the Medusa who when you right, when right. you 
see a Medusa, you turn to stone. You turn to stone. Yeah. So I'm gonna use that concept in the game probably. And the only way, uh, like you, uh, the only way you can escape her is in the shadow form. So you can, you will be able to turn into a spider. Oh, and, that's awesome! <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's kind of fun, like uh, walking around with the spider, because uh, it's using this uh, mechanics where you can climb the walls and crawl uh, over like uh, barrels and tables and everything, and you can hide in dark places. And so I'm gonna like experiment with this and make it fun to play. And uh, I'm gonna like put some challenges into it. I want the game to be kind of like, kind of like Dark Souls, you know, really challenging. So, so it's because when, when the game is challenging, it's also rewarding. So I want the players to really enjoy the game. So I'm gonna make it hard and uh, <laughs> Yeah, make, it, it, it should be hard. It should be a challenge because, you know, um, any shadow work is a challenge. Yeah, that's any, 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 any uh, uh, bettering yourself, any work to better yourself is, is never easy. That's why it's worth it because it's not easy. It is the hero's journey. Life is the hero's journey. You have to choose to be your own hero, though. Yeah, and some people don't want that. They have like this life where they work, work a job they don't want. They come home to a wife they don't love, with children they don't, they didn't want, and then they like watch TV. And second day they repeat it, and that's their right. whole life. They drink their drink their six pack a night and <laughs> watch football and whatever else they do, and that's that's about it. That's Go back to work the next day and just rinse and repeat. Yeah, they just live. They have no will to power, yep. and uh, like will to grow. And uh, so they are content with their lives, but I think they are kind of empty. So I, I don't want to become that. So I keep improving myself. And uh, I love this yeah. life path, like the hero's journey. And yeah. uh, it's supposed to be hard. And that's why it's rewarding. And uh, what's, what's, what was my point? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll cut back to it. <laughs> yeah. So any uh, any other ideas? Um, oh yeah, of course. There's going to be uh, like Dubai's old man, the Senex archetype. Okay, yeah. And uh, because that's the last uh, phase you need to integrate when you want to reach your true potential, your true self. And uh, I think I'm going to use the challenges that uh, the Hercules had, and one of his challenges was to clean the clean uh, uh how to say it wait just a minute it was the uh the stalls of the coliseum wasn't yeah, yeah, it yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah he had to clean that and he, he cleaned it with uh river yeah and uh <laughs> i don't know if i should implement that i don't know how i'm gonna implement it but it's gonna be something along the lines of cleaning the labyrinth of some large amount of some kind of a mess i don't know what i'm gonna do yet but uh, there's gonna be the pressure of the medusa following you and uh you escaping from her and at the same time you you have to clean the this is gonna be like the amnesia game you played it no amnesia the uh, no no i haven't the i'm not much of a, i'm not actually not much of a gamer i see the, uh, well the amnesia game is a horror game where is okay. also the shadow and it, it's this monster who follows you 
and uh, you are this defenseless hero named Daniel, okay. and you are locked inside a castle underground with no escape. And this monster kills you in one hit, and you have to like discover the secret of the castle, and uh, at the same time, like run from the shadow. And it's all it's all alchemical. Like by the way, my game also uses alchemical symbolism, like uh, the making of the philosopher's stone, because that's the main thing that Jung discovered. Right? He mapped right. the psychological journey to the alchemical journey because the alchemists were only describing how to make uh, gold from base metals, and that's how to make your true potential from a base personality. And he mapped this to psychology and i'm gonna use yeah. the symbolism in my game too and the uh, uh, the amnesia game uses alchemy too and uh i want to have kind of a, the same feeling as the game like this pressure of a monster chasing you and you are defenseless because that's where the fear comes from right. and i want to have it slightly horror like a like a horror game oh that'd be cool yeah yeah, that'd be, that'd be really neat. Um, how, how, did, how did you uh, plan on releasing the game? Uh, is it going to be PC-based only? And uh, what, like, how, did you have any um, plans for release? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, know, I, know it's, I know it's a little er- like early in the game to be talking release, but... Uh, well, no, just, it's, it's really not. I planned for it uh, the first day I started uh, developing the game. That, I'm, yeah, I'm, good. I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I'm making it for PC. I'm making it for Windows, Linux, and Mac. And okay. that's it. Yeah, I don't plan any mobile releases or console releases. I don't even have a console, so I make it only for PC. Right on, awesome. And uh, I also gonna, I'm also gonna optimize the game so it runs on low end PCs. And uh, oh, very good. Very yeah, so, good. so as many people, so it'll be, it'd be pretty accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, do you what? What else do you do? Do you have any other creative pursuits? Do you? you do like other than other than the, uh, making the game right now well i made a movie and uh that's kind of a funny right, story yeah, you, you you mentioned that uh you, you want to talk about that a little bit yeah why not why not so it's kind of a interesting story like uh last year in the december i decided that i need to undergo a spiritual cleanse okay. and uh the cleanse consists of spending seven days in a dark room in complete darkness without anyone, just you alone for seven days. Right. In complete, in, like pitch black. You don't see yeah. the top of yeah. your nose. Complete darkness. Yeah, I've, I've heard of this before. Yeah, it's called Yanktik. It's like a Sanskrit, Sanskrit term, Yanktik. And okay. uh, uh, the monks undergo it in a cave for like 40 days or something. And, and what is the what is the purpose of this exactly? It's uh, the same. It's uh, the nickname of this experience is often a legal psychedelic experience because it also, it has all to do with serotonin and melatonin in your brain. Because when you are in the darkness, your your serotonin receptors like I think they're shut down. So after the seven days, when you uh, like uh, get out right. and you see the light your mm. brain gets completely overdosed with serotonin it's like a psychedelic experience it was very close to it and I this trip like I was tripping man 
just on light. Yeah, that's interesting. And it was amazing because uh, all the serotonin that like saved up in the seven days, it gets released into your brain. And I was extremely emotional. And uh, like my yeah, I can imagine so. <laughs> like like my personality completely. It was like that was fucking like interesting experience because the first seven days I was alone in there and, and this spiritual girl was just bringing me food, vegetarian food in a random intervals during the day. So you can never guess the time you for seven days. Right. You don't know the time. And uh, the only thing you can do there is just sleep and eat. And I also br- brought uh, green teas. So I just made, right. made the green teas and uh during the seven days, I had these, like the first three days, like nothing really happened. But mm. after four, four day, I started having these flashes, like kind of like the psychedelics start to kick in. You have these like flashing lights in your eyes, right? Like these sparkles. That same stuff was in the darkness. Like my brain started like processing the oh, reality a little differently. Yeah. And, uh, I used it to communicate with my inner archetypes. Like I tried the method of I tried the method of active active imagination, and I started to talk with my inner archetypes. So I tried to talk with my inner king, with my inner narcissus, with my inner rebel, and so on. Yeah. And I and I had these interesting conversations with them, and uh, I wrote it wrote them down. Uh, I had uh, like a paper and it's not that hard like right in darkness you just make big spaces between the uh, lines so it was okay it was readable after it but uh during the seven during the seven days i have i i had like these shadow thoughts i was kind of i like fell into the shadows like literally i was in the darkness and my personality shifted to this shadow side i was like possessed by my shadow side i was like completely hateful interesting like i started even hating the girl who brought me the food like i was like oh wow who, who is she like uh, what kind of a wow. job does she do jesus christ she just brings me food what, what, wow, what, what is her life? i was like complete dick yeah wow and, uh, yeah that's weird and the seventh day when i <laughs> get out on the light i realize I was like completely emotionally released, like emotional catharsis. I just realized how much, how much hateful that was. And uh, I need to get rid of myself of that. Right. And you, and you just kind of like just fucking broke down. huh? Yes, 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 exactly. Exactly. That I, yeah. And I, yeah, no, I've, I've been there. Not from that, like not from that experience in particular, not from the, uh, the bhakti, I think is what you said, but yeah, yang, I've, yang I've definitely, yang tic, that's what yang I'm, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not from that, but I've, I've definitely had that experience where, you know, you go through that intensely dark shadow moment and then you just have that breakdown of emotion, you know? That's, yes. And it was, yeah, and it was, ser- it was seriously powerful. Like, uh, it, yeah. it, uh, the impression lasted for like two weeks after that. Right. I was like this, but after, after, after a week, I had to get back to the office job. And you know oh, how yeah. it is, like uh, after an experience yeah, right. like this, you are all like soft and you are like, you receive, you receive the experiences more easily from your, from your environment. So I was like soaked right. in this office job, like dead, gray, 
<laughs> like boring, like horrible routine yeah. and yeah. <laughs> and like damaged my character, damaged my soul. And I felt horrible because I didn't have my guard up because I was so soft from the experience. And, and I like uh, started like aggressively blowing up on my friends because I didn't yeah. take, I couldn't take the pressure from, from the job because I didn't have my guard up f- because I lost it in the dark. Right. So uh, that was interesting, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah anyway, 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 the third day in the darkness, uh, kind of uh, like a, a series of visions started floating through my brain. And I always wanted to be a movie director, but I had this creative block that I didn't know how to, how, how do I become a director? I didn't know how yeah. to. And then, yeah. then it dawned on me that I have to make my own movie somehow yeah, i didn't just, i didn't you just do it <laughs> i just didn't i didn't like think that you, yeah you just didn't know it was possible yeah yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't know the logistics of it so you're like you know why would you ever think that, that was something that you'd be able to do but then, but then it dawned on me that, that like i have to make my own screenplay and yeah. uh just these ideas starting my brain started receiving these ideas and uh i just written the movie button pusher the, on my YouTube channel, Button Pusher, the movie that right. I, the idea is exactly the movie because uh, I've written it down. I called my friends who used to play with me in improv, uh, you know, improv mm-hmm. cinema, and uh, I casted them as the main actors. And I start, and after I get out of the darkness, a week later, over the weekend, I uh, directed the movie. And and that's it. Like uh, I directed a movie in like four days, and then I edited it uh, for a month, and then I released it, and it received only positive feedback. So, right on. What, what's it about? It's 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 about an office worker who feels lost in his nine to five job <laughs> and is looking for a way out. <laughs> and you wrote this right after you got out of the dark and went back to work. I get it. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm putting I'm putting all the pieces together now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm really glad I did the movie, and it was really cheap to make. It was like fifty bucks to make with everything, awesome. because I already have uh, like a professional camera. So I just right. recorded it with it, and uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's the great thing about everything being digital now is it's you have, we have the capability of doing things like that. You know, back when everything was tape, like you couldn't do that so much. It's so, it was so expensive. Everything cost yeah. so much fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and my other works, uh, like I make YouTube videos. I like until recently, I just did some like basic. Uh, video montages like for music right. and for games and uh, but that was like meaningless so I the last video last meaningful video I did is about uh, game development it's called uh, five games with the best replay value I kind of talk about um, the best games that you can replay uh, infinitely because they are so fun right. and uh Another piece of art I made while well, I'm making is a book and it's about, uh, it's a dystopian novel 
and it's in Czech language, so it's I think it's for of no interest for your listeners. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a Czech book, and I put a reference to it into my game, so you can f- like find a 3D model of the book in the in the Jung's Labyrinth. So that's okay. that's about it. And yeah, yeah, I don't make any music because I'm not. Like I am visual, I'm a visual guy. I like enjoy music, okay. but I have no melodies in my brain, so I can't put them into <laughs> into FL Studio. Yeah. yeah, they come and go. They come and go. I used to have a lot more of them than I have now, but uh, I, I've you know just been focusing my creative energies on other things. <laughs> yeah, but I still I still dabble with music every now and then. I was playing the guitar the other day for the first time in a while. It felt oh. really nice. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, it's the first time in a while. It's you know, it's one of those things that like I'll pick it up every now and then and just sit down and play for a couple hours, but it doesn't happen near as often as I used to play many, many hours a day. And then it just, you know, over the years it just got lost interest in it. Still something I do, but not not with any real frequency anymore. But it is what it is. It's it's still fun. I keep them around just in case. <laughs> yeah, see. Anyway, um, how can people get in touch with you if they want to do a you know Yo. Learn how to figure out how to get a copy of the game or, you know, just yeah, I see. Yes. your message. And- yeah, I see. Well, the Steam page is probably the best place for that because uh, I'm going to be re- releasing uh, new devlogs on the Steam Steam page, Steam store page. Okay. And also there is a web page, youngslabyrinth.eu, where you can sign up okay. for a, a email newsletter. And of course, my Twitter and my YouTube channel. So. Right that's awesome, and uh, uh, you can send me the, the links to that, and I'll, I'll link to it on the my webpage. And yeah, all right, to go from there. Um, perfect. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, it's been awesome talking to you. Uh, it would be cool if I get back in touch with you uh, here, like closer to when the game is getting out, or like right after it comes out, and we'll we'll talk again. Yeah, why not? It's, it would be great to get some uh, some like uh, more people to get to know about the game. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, have a uh, have a good night, and uh, it's too. been great talking to you, man. Thanks for the talk. Absolutely. Big thanks again to Yan for doing the show. And if you want to get in touch with him, you can find him at jungslabyrinth.eu or on Twitter at Yan Yelichek. That's J A N J I L E C E K. Uh, thanks again to Mikey Nochelle and Wildheart Meditation Center in Nashville. And again, they can be reached at wildheartmeditationcenter.org or at uh, wildheartnashville at gmail.com. Also, uh, be sure to visit dharmajunkiepodcast.com. I just got that up and uh, it's going to have all the new episodes and past episodes. And uh, be sure to sign up for the mailing list. And pretty soon I should have T-shirts and stickers and some other Dharma Junkie swag available. So be sure to keep your eye out for that. I really appreciate everyone's support. Thank you for listening. Namaste. The natural state of the brain is chaos. Chaos Chaos. is beautiful.